Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Save Our Planet podcast. In this episode today, I'm chatting with Bianca Cottle, the founder of BYO Containers. We're chatting all about how BYO Containers came to life, the current legislations and regulations around bringing your own containers to takeaway restaurants or your local delis in Australia, and also if compostable alternatives actually stack up in comparison to reusables. It's a really great episode, so enough from me, and let's get into it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, B. I'm so excited to have you. Can you, first of all, just give us a little bit of background about how BYO Containers came to be? Yeah, sure. It's quite a personal journey for me. I had a very serious health scare back in 2016. And while I was walking to and from hospital, you know, I was questioning, what am I doing? I was working in a really high level corporate job, doing long hours. And I sort of started questioning, what's the point? (laughs) Why am I doing this? And what do I really want to leave as my legacy? And I'd noticed these plastic tree guards made by Replus out of recycled plastic on my walk to the hospital. And I just thought, I want to learn a bit more about this. You know, I'd always cared about the environment. My husband and I built a prototype sustainable house. And this is sort of where I feel pulled to. So I started learning a lot about plastics recycling and I found, stumbled onto the Zero Waste Victoria Facebook group and just started educating myself, um, reducing my own waste at home. And then I started volunteering as well at Replus. I found out that they were in a nearby suburb, their factory. So I went there and did some volunteering and ran educational tours for them. And I just really started to see similar trends kind of coming up in Facebook chats. People were looking for ways that they can reduce their waste at home. And myself as well, like I saw bringing my own containers shopping was a really simple and really effective way. I didn't need to buy anything. I didn't need to go out and learn anything new. I just go to my local butcher and ask them to use my Tupperware and I'd have less in my bin. So I saw it's a bit of a low-hanging fruit. However, there was a lot of anxiety and confusion around like, can it be done? Is it legal? Lots and lots of these kind of questions popping up. So I thought, why don't we get together as a group and let's put some information out on a website. And one thing I thought that would be really good to reduce some of this confusion and anxiety is having an online map that would tell people these stores, they welcome containers. So I started looking into that. I created a Facebook group and I think we started with like some really, really weird funky name, like campaign for reducing waste using your containers shopping in Victoria, some crazy name like that. (laughs) We just started spitballing ideas. And so I found um, Trash's Takeaway. They were already doing something similar in the takeaway space. 
and I wanted to focus on butchers and delis in Victoria. So I just reached out to them and they were really happy to share their map infrastructure with us and help us embed that into our website. I'd never built a website before either. So it was just something I thought, look, just have a go. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? So we did put it together. We had a map there and we started adding businesses. That was in 2018. And from there, we've had some volunteers help with, you know, going out in community, talking on the info stands, that kind of thing. And then we also did a relaunch on the website, a much uh, more um, flashier version with some beautiful graphics. We had some people help us put some graphics together. And we merged actually in 2022 with Trashless Takeaway and we took the campaign nationally. So from Victoria Butchers and Delis, now we've got a national focus and it's really exciting. It's just continuing to grow and we feel like we're making much more of an impact. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a history. It is so exciting and I love it as well because it's just such a simple concept and that's my favourite thing about living sustainably is it's not always innovation and trying something new. It's just kind of rethinking our current behaviours and questioning why. Like why do we get things that are wrapped in plastic packaging that will last a matter of minutes? Why not BYO? So I really resonate with that story and I think that it is just so so great. I was telling you before this episode that we had a video that went viral on Instagram and TikTok where I took my own container to a sushi restaurant and the sushi restaurant were lovely. They didn't even bat an eyelid. They even gave me a discount for bringing my own container. So I posted the video to kind of encourage people to do the same thing. And It was met with so much negativity and so much hatred and people kind of calling it unclean and why was I putting this onus and potentially contaminating and making other people in the line sick. It was just so ridiculous. So I wanted to know from you, like, are there any laws and regulations or legislations in Australia regarding the use of personal containers for takeaway and food beverages? Because like during COVID, we couldn't use our reusable coffee cups, but now we definitely can use them again. So why is there such a difference with bringing our own containers for foods and delis and meats? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with kind of like public perception. To me, I always find it really strange that we somehow trust a takeaway single-use plastic container that's been produced in a factory from who knows where, made of all these chemical additives. I mean, they put a lot of additional additives into plastics. So usually a lot of the time, the plastics manufacturers, they don't even give you a list of what's in there. And and sometimes they can't tell you because there are chemical reactions. And we find that somehow cleaner than using our glass container or steel container that we've had at home that's been washed in a dishwasher. And dishwasher is actually really safe and really effective way. We'll happily go out to a restaurant and eat off plates, ceramics that have been washed in the dishwasher there. It's actually in many ways safer and better for our health. But there is this perception out there. I guess it's a little bit like, you know, we feel that pressure to kill all the bugs and get rid of everything. And in terms of the legal requirements, The actual Food Standards Australia New Zealand Act that 
Australia and New Zealand's governed by for food safety standards. It confirms that there's no laws in Australia preventing business from letting customers use their own containers as long as they have policies and procedures and they do it in a way that is safe. So you find a lot of businesses, they do actually have some policies already around how they can safely accept containers. We have as well, in terms of the COVID risk, I think it has really put a lot of fear in the community. People have been very afraid about cross-contamination and infections. We have on our website a great statement that was put together in 2020 by over 100 doctors and scientists and academics just pointing out that there is really no risk in terms of COVID cross-contamination because it's not a illness that's picked up from surface contact. It's actually through aerosols and breathing and sharing breath. So it's actually really, really minimal risk. You've got more risk actually having a conversation with someone for five minutes than you do from sharing a container and We always encourage business as well. If a container is dirty, for sure, it should be turned away. I think we owe it to businesses to turn up with nice, clean, sparkly containers that we have washed well at home. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that as well. Like you can't expect expect them to do your washing up for you. But if you're presenting them with a really clear and clean container, then yeah, that's completely fine. I also think. One thing as well is that from a business's perspective, they're often quite scared about the risk that they're taking on by accepting somebody else's container. But when I was doing research for this episode, I couldn't really find anything that pointed to them getting in trouble for doing that. Is that right? Yeah, I've been actually searching for any legal cases where a business has been taken to court over using a container, I could not find one. So this is a shout out. If anyone finds one, I'm actually working on a impact statement that I'm hoping to put together for, for the Vic government to um, support a BYO container law. And that's something that the politicians have asked. They've asked, could you find any evidence where there has been a suit? And I haven't been able to find one. In South Australia, they also passed a amendment to their Civil Liability Act in 2022 that removes that risk for business and that fear for them. So businesses aren't liable for the packaging that they're putting the food into if someone is using their own containers. They're obviously responsible for selling safe food but in terms of if the packaging looks suitable and looks clean then they're not liable if if there's an issue as a result of using that packaging ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Amazing. That is exactly what we want to hear and hopefully see more states and territories start to adopt that as well. I also think it's really interesting 
as the fact that, well, quite a few people, not probably as many people as we both would like, are using reusable containers when it comes to their hot beverages like coffees. But when it comes to getting things like takeaway food, we don't think about bringing our own containers. I don't know why there's kind of like it's this big no-no to use single-use coffee cups, but then for some reason it seems to be okay to use a single-use plastic container. Yeah, I find it interesting as well. I think it goes to the impact that role modelling and just normalising a behaviour. We've seen a big push for reusable cups and that's been in the media. It's been showcased on War on Waste. You see politicians or other celebrities quite often taking photos with their keep cups, but we haven't really seen that so much with BYO containers for shopping and takeaway. So I think a lot of it is just normalising the behaviour because, like you said, it's really the same concept, just applying it to a different food item. So I really hope with this campaign what we're trying to do is catch that on and make it become more popular and more the norm because it used to be in the past. It's something that our grandparents did regularly and they did it very safely. There wasn't big outbreaks of illness. It was just what people did. They turn up with their pots and pan, like their pot to their uh, Chinese takeaway and we get that filled. So I don't see any reason why we can't bring it back. I just think we've really forgotten or maybe just not known or there's a lot of that sort of uncertainty and fear. Like, can I do it? Is it acceptable? I would say as well with being a role model is it's not kind of going and standing out there and preaching on the corner of a street. It's just about setting an example for everybody else in that line that it is okay. But I think for so many people, like I know I was having this conversation with people after the pandemic, it was like being rejected on a date when they went to their coffee shop with their reusable container and they were turned down. They were so embarrassed. They didn't feel like they could go and ask again if it was then okay to use their reusable container anymore. It set people not just like one step back, it set them like three or four steps back. So with people now who might potentially feel nervous, like they don't want to be rejected by their local deli or their Chinese takeaway restaurant, how would you recommend they go about bringing their own containers? Yeah, certainly the psychology is interesting and it's really hard. We all hate rejection. Part of the reason that I started this was because I struggled to have those conversations and I really had to push myself. So I sort of say to everyone, you know, myself as someone who has got anxiety around the issue, if I can do it and have that conversation, you can too. And I've rarely been rejected, I think maybe once or twice. And I've asked in many, many places now, give it a go again. Because once you get that yes, that becomes a drive as well to keep going. And I would say, if you're really nervous, have a look at our map and find a place near you that's on the map already that you know you're going to have a good experience. Maybe go with somebody else who's, you know, really confident or has does this regularly. Go with them. And if you're going to a place where you have no idea whether they'll accept containers and you're a bit nervous about it, go at a quiet time. Take some of the pressure off and turn up with your container and just, you know, always come with a smile 
explain to them I'm trying to reduce plastic waste. I was wondering, is it okay if I get the food straight into my container? Would that be all right with you? And just really give the person an opportunity to answer and say no if they want to, because employees, they might not know if it's okay. They might have to refer to their manager. That might not be possible. And if it's not okay and they say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to do that, you can always ask, could I come back at another time when the manager's here and have that conversation with them? I think it's really good advice as well. And it is also just kind of, they're another human being as well. And they're probably also thinking about consumption and how we as a business or the company that they're working for can reduce their amount of waste too. And I always like to remind people like it saves the organization money by you bringing your own container. Um, something that I've done as well to kind of remove any form of rejection is to just kind of say to people, like when I'm there, if it's somewhere that I go regularly, say, hey, thanks for everything today. I was wondering if next time it'd be okay if I brought my own reusable container. And then sometimes people kind of go, oh, we haven't experienced that before. Let me check and I'll get back to you next time and things like that as well. So you're kind of just asking the question. You're not making it like a then and there decision. It's then for the next time so they can at least keep on thinking about it. I also would love to kind of talk to you as well, Bianca, about compostable packaging because I know that we're seeing this huge big shift around Australia with the different territories banning different types of single-use plastics, but they're often replacing it with compostable packaging. So is it okay to be using this compostable packaging or should we still be looking for BYO? Like what is, what, like, it's so confusing. It's so hard because it's like the government's getting behind all of this. So is that something that we should be getting behind as well? Yeah, there's a bit of movement. We're really in a bit of a transition state. I think the government is well aware that we need to do something different. Our landfills are filling up around the country and we either have to find ways to manage and reduce that waste. And that can either be look like recycling, compostables, waste minimization, which is obviously my preferred <laughs> way of doing things. Or it can look like incinerators, which come with a whole slew of health issues and concerns as well as being very, very expensive. We need to look at what is the best models locally and what can be facilitated and what is the whole life cycle impacts of all these solutions. Now, compostables is one that gets put forward a lot and people think, well, it's easy for stores to uptake. They just switch product and continue with the same model that they always have done. However, a lot of these compostable products are neither home compostable they have to go to specialised compost facilities, industrial compost facilities, to get to the high temperatures required to actually break them down. And unfortunately, if these products escape the system and they get out in the environment, they effectively act like regular plastics. So all the issues that we see with marine pollution, um, microplastics in soils as well, is the same problem. In fact, in many ways, they're worse because they can't go into the recycling stream because they interfere with the recycling process because you're putting a different type of material in with recycled plastic. It's not actually the same, so they can't recycle it either. And so we don't actually have a way of collecting that compostable waste stream. I've seen stores using these cups 
and other takeaway containers that say compostable, but there's no bins to collect them. The council don't collect it. If you're a consumer and you have this product, what do you do with it? You can't recycle it. You can't compost it at home. So the only choice really is to put it in landfill and then it's no better than plastic. And if anything, it's actually usually more expensive and takes a lot of croplands to grow the initial material that we need to produce these compostable containers in the first place. So really compostables are not a great choice when you look at the whole life cycle assessment. So I really don't advocate for those. I know there are some home compostable alternatives and people will talk about those. And I think there are some certain applications where they might make sense. But on the whole, using reusables has the lowest life cycle impact when you think about from cradle to grave because that material is there it stays in the system and it just gets reused and reused over and over again yeah I think it's a really good point there and it's that whole thing is just because technically it is made from plants or it is going to break down faster than your traditional virgin plastics doesn't mean that you should consume it that's the whole thing with I think when people look at items like oh but I can recycle it oh, but it doesn't take this long to break down in landfills or things like that. And at the end of the day, it just comes down to a reduction in consumption in general, no matter what the material is. And yeah, reuse is always going to come out on top. Yeah. So what I wanted to ask you as well, Bianca, is that I know people probably listening to this episode feeling really inspired and they're kind of the person in their office or in their household that's kind of all on board with BYO or in their community. What are some examples of businesses, communities, organizations that you've seen have that have really adopted BYO and made it commonplace? And how do you think, like, what's your advice from kind of looking at so many different groups and organizations across the country that are getting it right and how other people can not make the mistakes that they did and really succeed? Yeah, I think it's about having patience that this change takes time and starting locally, I've seen some really great initiatives. I was fortunate to take part in a pilot in Sandringham recently, Project Zero Sandringham, and they actually went and signed up all the local businesses in their main street to either accept reusables and or trial some reusable systems like Infinity Box, which is a reusable container that you can take back to the store and they wash. And we are seeing other things like returner and retards and these kind of schemes coming on board in little pockets around the country, which is really exciting. If you see a scheme like this starting up, like support it is all I can say. There's even apps out there now like Zimbo, which is one where you can measure, track your reusable habits and all that adds to data. And that adds to um, support the argument that, yes, these systems can work and help them grow. So if we help foster them at a local level, we can grow this and scale them. I absolutely love all of the work that you're doing with BYO containers. So how can the audience that's listening today get involved and help you make a difference? Yeah, the one other thing I would ask is if you go out in your local community and whether you're someone who's never tried or you've tried it a few times, if you've tried taking your containers and you know of places, please add them to our map. It only takes a minute or two. You can do it on the phone. You can 
actually just key it all in and the Google search pulls up the address for the business and get them to sign it off. Um, it really helps with growing the awareness and certainly the more stores that we have signed up, the more I can share with think people like the Victorian government, look, people want to do this. People are doing this. Business supports it and customers on the ground support it. So it's really helpful if you can help us add more businesses onto the map. Amazing. It's just all of those little small steps that will make a big difference. So I just wanted to ask you finally a question that I think I ask every single guest. And that is, what is one actionable thing that our audience can do tomorrow to help save our planet? Well, besides using your reusables and role modelling that for everyone in the community, I think I want everyone to know that at the moment, our federal and state ministers are looking at reforming packaging regulations for 2025 to help us head towards a circular economy. So if you do see any surveys or any opportunities to comment and be involved in the consultation for that, they are looking for public opinion. Talk to your MPs, write them an email, let them know that you want reusables to be a key focus for that new regulation coming through. Because otherwise, if we don't tell them reusables are important, we're probably going to see a lot of these faux solutions like compostables. No, I think it is great advice and it's that whole thing that you might not feel like it's going to do anything filling out a short survey or sending a quick email to your local MP. But from what I've, when I've spoken to them all, it really, really does make a difference and then you are, and they are really listening. Yeah, absolutely. I was overwhelmed actually. I've been speaking with the Victorian Labor Party lately and they have their own reusable station in their kitchen area. So they are actually really on board with the idea and I hope that I can work with them to introduce a similar legislation change like we have in South Australia already to support reusables further. Amazing. I absolutely love your work. (laughs) Thank you, Luddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.